0: Today on the show, boosting your immune system. Can you do it with popping pills made of elderberry or echinacea? They're both plants, and it sounds lovely that supplements from Earth with brand names like Garden of Life or Gaia Herbs could help us through the next cold and flu season. So to find out if they really could help us, our producer, Rose Rimler, and I... Up Shiv Pillai. He's an immunologist at Harvard. We found out that you seem to be somewhat of a famous poet. Would you think about doing like a little a little piece of that for us?
1: Yeah, why not? I'll do it for you.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Pathogens lurking everywhere. Go get them 'em first. They never fight fair. Give me a D, give me a J, put a we. Shiv
0: the is a massive immune system nerd. So much so that he made this little ditty about super important white blood cells called lymphocytes.
1: tap, everybody do the lymphocyte rap.
0: We had to cut it down a
1: little. I like my rhymes to be fifteen minutes long, typically the better ones.
0: <laughs> we asked Shiv to take a break from poetry and talk to us about some of the plants and herbs that people say can boost our immune system. And Shiv says that looking to nature to find really good medicines, it actually makes a lot of sense. Plants have been used in traditional medicine for centuries. And a lot of the drugs that we use today actually started out as plants. Things like aspirin, morphine, heart medications, and even drugs used in chemotherapy.
1: I would say a lot of the drugs we take today come from plants. This is a extremely common approach. So I think Everybody should be o- completely open to the idea that many of the herbal treatments actually might help.
0: But Shiv says that not every plant is made of medicine. To find out if it works, you have to test it. So let's take elderberry, for example. It's a plant that grows in Europe, Northern Africa, and parts of Asia. It looks shrubby with white flowers and glossy little black berries. And it's those berries that companies have been squishing into supplements. And one way that scientists can test to see if this stuff can help us fight disease is that they'll pop some elderberry extracts onto a petri dish, along with some nasty viruses.
1: Exactly. This is taking something and putting it directly on a petri dish. And you're trying to see whether they do something.
0: And scientists have found that sometimes, yeah, they do something. Elderberry can kill viruses in petri dishes. An echinacea, which is a pink daisy that's native to North America, it has some pretty cool powers in a petri dish too. Like when scientists mashed its roots into a dish with some mouse immune cells, it could stimulate those cells a little, which all sounds promising. But of course, this is all just in a petri dish. Are there things that looked exciting in petri dishes but didn't work in people?
1: Millions. Millions of things that looked exciting in petri dishes. Millions of things that worked in, when I say millions, I'm exaggerating, I haven't counted. But many things that have worked in the mouse, which never worked in humans. You know, so there's lots of examples of that.
0: So what happens when researchers move away from petri dishes and try out this stuff in people? You know, real dishes, like you and me. Well, we scoured through the studies that have done just this. And some showed, hey, this stuff, it might work. Like people take it when they're sick and they don't feel so yuck. But then other studies were like, nah, this stuff doesn't do anything. And there could be a few reasons for this. One is that unlike with vitamin studies where vitamin C is literally vitamin C, plants are more complicated.
1: Everything you're dealing with is a mixture. Somebody might be referring to the bark. The other person might be referring to flowers, to leaves, for instance, uh, or bush or whatever you're looking at.
0: Plants might have different chemicals in their roots or bark or berries. And so maybe we haven't cracked the right part of the plant that could help here. But that's not the only thing that's going on with this stuff. Because even when studies test basically the same brew, you still see conflicting results. And here we found one big difference between the yay and the nay studies. The bullish ones were often pumped out by the companies selling this stuff. So take elderberry. One industry-funded study found that elderberry syrup cut down people's flus by four days. Four days. Health blogs and magazines love to drop this paper. But when an independent group tried to repeat the study, they found that taking elderberry did diddly squat. Yeah. And when you scroll down the fancy websites where they're selling these products, right past the pictures of pink flowers and healthy-looking people and microscopes, you'll often see this statement. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Which means these companies haven't had to prove that this stuff works before they sell it to you. Bottom line, Shiv says...
1: So I don't think there's very good evidence that they protect you.
0: Okay, so, so you're not about to go for the elderberry or the echinacea when, uh, when a sniffle's coming?
1: No, no, no. I think probably it's a mistake to spend the money on that.
0: Funnily enough, I actually do have elderberry in my
1: cupboard. Yeah, probably you mix it with <laughs> a little gin and it'll be better for you.
0: Yeah, I like that. Doctor's orders. Could be a uh-huh. cocktail, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we don't have good evidence that taking elderberry or echinacea can boost your immune system. But if you've already got some in the cupboard, it probably won't hurt you to take it. You might run into trouble if you eat raw elderberry, though, because it's got cyanide in it. But that cooks off, so it shouldn't be a problem with the stuff you get at the pharmacy. Still, though, Not all the so-called immune-boosting products out there are perfectly safe. Story time. Let's talk about colloidal silver. It's sold at the drugstore and it can come as a liquid that's filled with tiny bits of silver and you swallow it. The box might say that it's great for immune support. And at the start of the pandemic, people went bananas for this stuff. But it doesn't work. It won't support your immune system. But what it might do, well, it can be bad for a bunch of stuff in your body, like your liver and kidneys. And it can also turn your skin blue. Literally blue. Like a guy from Montana who took colloidal silver for a couple of years ended up turning a little blue, and then he just happened to run for office. And no. No. He wasn't a Democrat. He was a libertarian. So take caution when it comes to those kind of supplements. Anyway, this was a short segment from our show Science Versus. If you'd like to hear more science on the latest wellness fads, head over to our main feed. Just search for Science Versus in Spotify. You'll find episodes on screen time, magic mushrooms, the science of orgasms, There's a lot of great stuff in there. You're going to have a lot of fun. Go do it. Science VS in Spotify. Science versus. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.